Shut up and sit down. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the soda is cold, the popcorn is hot. Are you ready to see the sexiest man alive? The bearded charmer. It is time to watch the one, the only, the guru, Brando Show. Oh well, that'll just have to be enough light. You light up the world on your own. Evidently not. You know what? It's enough. It'll do, man. It'll do. Hello, it's Guru Brando with Sometimes Curious Guest Q and Beth for another episode of Positively Entertaining Conversations. Today we're going to talk about Mandela Effect and hopefully get somewhere with it. We tried to do this already um, once and we got a lot of places with it, but not necessarily good places. So, Did you have um, Yeah, yeah, I got it. Uh, so here we go. This uh, will be... Another conversation. I can't say a conversation. Another conversation about the Mandela Effect. All right. Mandela Effect. Go. What is it? It's when a lot of people believe differently about a particular subject. Okay. Like what? Um, like I mentioned earlier, Bernstein Bears. And you know, my... The Stephen Monocle, the Monopoly guy. Was oh, like yeah. the two big oh, ones. Oh, remember that one. Okay, what's that uh, theory? People believe that there's a Monocle on the Monopoly guy, but it's not. There is yeah. on Mr. Peanut. Yeah, there is on Mr. Peanut, though. Yeah. Yeah. There's not? There's not a Monocle on no. the Monopoly guy? Yes. He's, Do you not remember there being He's one? just a little they, douche then, right? With, they, because the monocle is what makes you non-douchey. That's what makes you an aristocrat. They even made fun of him in... Ace Ventura too, and he had this big monocle. Oh yeah, that's must right. Be the Monopoly guy. <laughs> that's a good movie. Thanks for the free park. <laughs> anyway, okay. So Mandela effect. What's another one? Um, what did you mention earlier? I said Bears and Bears. Yeah, but there was another one too, um, and now I don't remember. Oh, uh, King Tut. No, the, you mentioned that. Well, yeah, but you elaborated. So what was the King Tut one? Um, one King, um, one thing was that King Tut's sarcophagus uh, cover had uh, just the single snake, and um, the, the one that that people see now and are like, "This isn't right." Is now it also I think it has a bird too. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Like Two it. things. Yeah, isn't it a phoenix or something? I don't, I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to look into that. But anyway, yeah. So. Um, there's a couple of them, and there was uh, a whole long documentary. What was that documentary? Does anyone remember? I don't remember. Anyway, there was a documentary based on that, too, and several movies that, you know, have the theme of the Mandela Effect. Look into it, because it's kind of weird. But, Quentin, we discussed what we thought was the reasoning behind it. And, Beth, what did you say? Which time? Oh, um, this the conspiracy uh, theory part. Yeah, that I yeah, thought? the okay. craziness that we got wrapped up in um, involved in. Yeah, I think this was about when we were still in Germany when I first, you know, discovered the whole, you know, Mandela effect, and um, and one of the first uh, conspiracy theories I read was 
the it, the whole thing was being caused by something that the governments were doing governments plural um, were doing with the hadron uh, super collider, and that uh, when like a lot of people thought the world was going to end in 2012, that it actually did, but they did something and they shifted us from one parallel reality to another and saved us all, you know. Who is they? I always want to know who they is. The, it's aliens, the y'all. They. Aliens. It's the aliens. They. Anytime the someone they're, says they're, they, it's aliens. Hands down, that's what they mean. It's the Chinese. They. They're them. And you're going to fuck right? See? And even <laughs> mysterious. Let's just use that pronoun, they. I'm telling you, these fluid people are aliens. So, what is another running um, theory behind the Mandela effect? Quentin. Uh, mass misconception that's not ever actually discussed. Like, everyone thinks that they're right, and it was so it's so obvious. Why would someone not be right about that? So they never talk about it. Like and inborn it, beliefs? Yeah, they just kind of, like... Like, you yeah. just adapt to whatever your family says, and hey, that is the gospel. Has anybody heard a why, aside from... A crazy why, aside from the Hadron Collider? Um, I've heard it all a involves few parallel things. Universes. No, I've heard a few things like we've uh, only certain populations have been exposed to certain chemicals by the government for this type, like it's a government experiment. I've heard that theory, um, and I've heard that theory from. Oh, from I think people. I remember that one. Yeah, I've heard that theory from people. I haven't researched it. I have done no research on the Mandela effect. Um, it's just not one of those things that I value for giving my effort to. But it's an interesting topic nonetheless. But I believe, kind of along the lines of what Quentin said, is that it is a combo maybe of aliens and inborn beliefs. Because I think that you can believe 100% that you call San Antonio San Antone and it's right if your family always says San Antone. But oh it's when you're in middle school and you realize that it's actually San Antonio that you go, oh crap, all these years I thought it was San Antone. That's the worst. And so then it's that, oh, crap, realization. And, of course, you're not going to admit to people, oh, yeah, for years I called it that. I do. Well, yeah, I do, too. But not most people will admit that. Well, grandpas thought that your name was Clinton until your first <laughs> yeah, birthday. Year. You, were, you were a year old. And we uh, and we threw this big... Clinton. Um, <laughs> I've been calling him Clinton. <laughs> We threw this big first birthday party for you, or yeah, first birthday yeah. party for you, and we had this big sign that said "Happy Birthday, Quentin." And he walked in, and he's like, "Well, this is nice, but who's Clinton?" Let me say, "Who's Quentin?" I mean, who's Quentin? I've been calling him Clinton this whole time. Oh, and then whenever I confronted him about that a few years ago, he's like, "No." I, I didn't do that. Yeah, whatever. I'm telling you, he did. Release the classified think... information, old man. Do it. Yeah, see, and he can blame everything on, on dementia, you know. He can blame everything on his age, but yeah, you, know, you know that old man knows stuff. You know he does. It's just logged away in there just to come to the surface, you know, with that small trigger of a scent or a 
inflection in your tone. Yeah, he remembers everything. I love that old guy. He is the Mandela effect too. He is, he's a great when I was example small, I of it. having a dad. No. <laughs> okay, he just showed he's, up one day. He's a great example of how I view the Mandela effect of how <laughs> dad is a certain way um, to certain people, but to other people, he's not that way at all. In other words, it's all how people read. Yeah. Right. So it's how your brain reads what your environment's saying. So let's say that there's a group of people that have this wired brain for positive thought. And we have this group of people that have a wired brain for negative thought. And then they're exposed to somebody that's very negative. The inclination is that the negative type minds would see that connection. And they would say, hey, let's form a group. We have this idea. And that can get spun up into a conspiracy very quickly. Right? Okay, so then you have this group of like-minded positive people. And positive people, when they get together, there's nowhere else to go except for up. Because if you've already stepped up the ladder, you don't go back down. You can't undo the knowledge that you have. Yes. Once you become aware of it, it's your knowledge. You have to own it and go forward. So as you're doing that and moving forward, you realize pretty quickly what? That the things that you yeah. thought were a certain way are not that way anymore. Yeah. I remember candy tasting a whole lot better <laughs> when I was a kid. And I don't remember falls hurting so bad either. Well, you know, because you're old. Like, that wasn't obvious? Okay, I wouldn't say old. I would say it's Getting because old. I'm older than I was when I was a kid. So, Which is old. So if we go on that, what are your thoughts on the Mandela effect as a whole? Do you feel like, indeed, it really is a conspiracy like you said? No. Okay, so what do you think truly it is? Um... I've seen a few of them, like a few of the videos that are on YouTube that show, you know, 100 Mandela effects in, you know, in two minutes or something like that. And it, and it would give some, like... Um, you should look at it. Like, uh, I don't remember if that's what it was called. Um, but it was something of that nature. Google it. Um, but a couple of them, they gave some... Um, uh, oh, one of them was a Volkswagen. Um, the little split between the VW, if you look at the hubcaps. You know, some people, they they were saying that, you know, well, I remember that they didn't have a split. And then, now they have a split. So what happened? Well, the, the truth is, they, they had both. They, oh, did the, it's they just, didn't have yeah. a split up to a certain year, and then they did the split. Okay, so sometimes it's just about how um, things change through attention. time, but they don't know because it's either a forgotten thing or a subtlety. Yeah. Okay, so... Sometimes companies will make a mistake, like a racist mistake. We talked about Anjumama Syrup. Um, another one would be the Chiefs. They're wanting yeah. to change oh, the, theirs. Oh, Washington Redskins, too. Oh, yeah. Okay, so here we have all of these things like that, that we have all these things that that they're looking at and going, perhaps this is too much of a reminder of how far we've come. It, it and it's sense. too real for some people. And I can identify with that. As a trans person, I don't always want to be confronted with old stuff. However, I don't mind. 
Hmm. I don't mind sharing some of it. See, that is old me. I was, I think, 13. 13? 12 or 13 in that picture. I, 12, I think. 12 or 13. So, anyway. Dear God, you look that, 16. <laughs> that, was, that was my life before. And I don't necessarily want to deny it. But I don't want to live it all the time. And I think sometimes things like that change with companies where they want to rebrand and they want to do it subtly as to not draw attention to the fact that they used to be. I think there was one, um, gosh, was there one about Tony the Tiger and like when he didn't have a tail and then when he did have a tail? That's oh Curious gosh, George. I don't know. Oh, was, that, oh, was curious that was George. Curious George. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Freaking curious out George, yeah. Yeah, it's... I, and you know, honestly, I wasn't a Curious George reader. I don't know why, because he seemed like we would be BFFs. I mean, can you see I, Curious I, George and I, like, having shenanigans? I can no, remember, probably. like, for some reason I can see him swinging by his tail, but then again, every single time I've seen a chimp in any form of media, it's always swinging on its tail well, at some point. chimps don't have tails. So, yeah, that's the chimps point. Chimps Oh, Monkey. Chimps and Ape, they don't have Only Oh, have I thought that's what the point you were making. Yeah, gosh, so as many zoos as we took you to? I don't know the difference between chimps and wait, monkeys and wait, whatnot. Wait, put a pause. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Storage. Hold on. Okay, do you remember the zoo trip where you took off was the same in Germany? when Because, like, you know, people with Asperger's are sometimes a flight risk when they're young, and you were total flight risk. We could not, like, let you. I had a leash for you. Like a legitimate, it was a backpack. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the one with the teddy bear. It was an and I would one. like run forward like, really hard. Yeah, you were always jacking me up, which is why I hurt so bad now. Yeah, oh my, my back is totally jacked from y'all. But anyway, um, so we were at the zoo, and I did not have the leash on you. Why? I don't know. But it was the same zoo trip that you ran off that the monkey ate his poop. That's what was in Germany. That's what I said. Yeah. In Germany, well, yeah. Well, I think it's about the point we stopped doing that. Yeah, uh, that was the last zoo trip. Because A, Quentin took off, and B, he ate his poop. Like, seriously, like this. It was heinous. You mean the, the chimp? Whatever it was. It was gross. Not it was a pro No, not <laughs> Quentin. The chimp. Oh, my God, no. Yeah. That's oh, right. Uh, no, you did fling your poo on the wall, though. I'm just saying. But you were a little kid. I you were scared. Out. Yeah, it you was were scared. Accident. It was yeah, an accident. It was, it was your bodily functions, you said. Something was wrong with your bodily functions. Wow. Yeah, that's the kind of crap you would say when you were sick. Your stomach was spiky. Something was wrong with your bodily functions. You know, it was like... Christ almighty. Yeah. Can you make me out to be any more lame? You were super lame. But oh, shoot you. You're similarly cool. Or what? <laughs> I, I got nothing. That's BS. Like it really is. I'm I'm struggling. But well, you don't suck. So that's you're that here. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's good. you have survived, son. Yeah. And I always appreciated that you you always kind of sort of had your own thing going. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's like it didn't matter what anybody else was doing. Love had this thing going on. <laughs> I don't understand that. Like when this is what like I what used would be to a good envision. Context or situation. Okay, look, everything's going on around you. The yeah. house is on fire, and in your head, it's a monkey banging drums or cymbals. Yeah, that might, was you. It's you like know, the house could be burning down, and you might come down and be like, "Hey, anybody got some scissors?" Yeah, it's like 
<laughs> you had no idea whenever I was taken to the emergency room at, or to the hospital at Bragg whenever I had pneumonia. And mom had to call the ambulance. She had to carry me downstairs. You actually found me passed out on the floor. You had to go get mom. She had to carry me down the stairs. And then you just went back upstairs and went back to Quentin World. I mean, like, and what else was I like going to do? Whenever I came home. Want me to like, help carry you? No, but whenever I came home, I said, did you see the ambulance? Did you watch the lights? Because oh. you were weird like that. And you were like, there were lights. There, there was an ambulance. I was like, oh, my God. All right, Good thing mind. I wasn't dead. <laughs> yeah. Or the time that Lucas... We yeah. couldn't find him. He had run off in our minds, and we were five seconds away from calling the MPs. This was on post. He had been gone for like two hours, and so we're looking everywhere and panicking. We come in your room not once, but twice, and say, have you seen Lucas? Have you look around? You come back out, and you say, he's not in here. We carry on. Did that twice. The third time, right before I called, right before we were calling the MPs, I came in to let you know that the MPs would be coming and to not be afraid. And damn, Lucas was under your feet. Yeah. You were literally resting your feet on his diaper butt. <laughs> literally. I was astounded at your ability to check out. Asleep. <laughs> it was like, wow. So, your recollection of that chain of events is totally different, isn't it? Mm, I don't really remember it much to begin with. Exactly. So, that's another thing with the Mandela Effect, don't you think? It depends on what the event is as to how valuable it is to people. If it's such a subtle thing versus, okay, like um, Curious George Tale issue. So if they just decided to do away with it, um, and they did or they didn't, either way, whatever they would decide, if they changed it, it would only become relevant when somebody hyped it up. Yeah. I think that once I got to the question of why do I care mm -hmm. is when I lost interest. Because look, Bruce Jenner could have anyway. transitioned to Caitlyn Jenner. N no problem, right? She could have transitioned no problem but she got a lot of bad press because there was so much hype that people felt like it was fake and so sometimes there's that borderline between how much you hype something up to be whether it becomes a conspiracy theory or not because a conspiracy theory needs the the masses to grow right what's what is the biggest conspiracy theory that you know of right now that you're like i can't believe people believe this no Beth no Beth no you need to level yours down to about five okay you my biggest conspiracy theory mm -hmm. like that you look at and you know is so bizarre that it's unbelievable um oh don't vape people teens have a lot of conspiracy sure. theories just think about your peer group What's circulating? It used to be Flat Earthers. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Flat Earth is one, definitely. Okay, so what's another one within your peer group of within conspiracies? Group? Yeah. Um, China and Corona stuff. Okay, so that's... Everybody's got all their, their own wacky theory about it. Yeah. That's a lot. Is there any conspiracy theories surrounding Asperger's? 
I haven't even looked at that, but I'm pretty sure it all involves spiritual and enlightenment stuff, and so I'm kind of freaked out to look at it. Yeah, those are my those are my theories. Is that people who are born with what society deems as emotional, behavioral, intellectual, or even physical uh, disabilities um, actually become your ability, your kind of superpower. And each struggle you have and you triumph, uh, not just builds you, but builds future generations. And so I think that you have been put purposefully in my life to teach me things that I need to know in the now. Things that I need to make sure that my family continues. Um, I think that kids teach that. But I think it's important that parents don't have those inborn conspiracy theories to give to their kids. Yeah. Like, some parents believe that, you know, it is inherently normal to be um, perfectly straight uh, sexual orientation, perfectly straight uh, gender um, affiliation. There's some people that do not believe that you can be born. Um, oh, I believe a certain well, way. Yeah, I believe the norm is being straight, but people can be born differently. Yeah. Yeah, and there's people that don't believe that you're born that way. They think that it's just tailored. Mm. And my take is, regardless of what it is, it's their struggle, not yours. And yeah. if you want to support anyone's struggle, regardless if it's around that or, say, divorce. If somebody's going through a divorce, do you support that struggle of the divorce? Or do you just say, oh, man, that sucks for you? If you have enough room for it on your plate. And that's what it comes down to. So when it comes down to conspiracy theories, you have to look at it and you have to go, is it worth the investment? If it is, it's because what? If if going it down seems that a little too, like, you low key believe it. Then even if you think it's then you stupid, need to check yourself. Yeah, if you think it's stupid. And so if you're looking into something a little too much and saying, "Oh, I don't believe it," then you need to ask yourself, "Then why do I keep looking into it?" Right? Yeah. How has that affected you? That one thought. I've got to stop looking into it because I do kind of believe it. it hasn't really affected me because you're smart enough to know when something um affects someone in a negative way that it's probably not the best thing yeah yeah you might entertain it for a minute but you're quick to go make that observation a lot that's the first thing i think of there's um a lot of really toxic communities i i used to be in and after a while like i'd see the people at the top and be like well that's not what i want to be like like these people there Sure, I, they're, they're kind of douchebags, sure, but, um, you know, they're funny, so they're kind of hard to not hang out with, <laughs> to not want to hang out with, but at the same time, you realize, that, well, this is doing more bad than good. Well, you got to ask yourself, why are they entertaining? Are they entertaining because I'm allowed to vent my negative half? Because that's what I do sometimes. Because we all have a dark side. Everybody does. Yeah. We all believe a certain negative thing in our lives because our lives are not perfect. No matter how wealthy you are, because some people think that 
money solves their problems. No matter how wealthy you yeah. are, no matter how smart you are, no matter what, you have a, a struggle with something. Because we're human. Every single human struggles. So it's at that pinnacle of the struggle that impressions are made. Yeah. And we talked about this about the military. When you're in boot camp and you're at your lowest because they've just torn you down and torn you down, sleep deprived and everything, then that's when you're most impressionable and they insert their belief. So what if, say, they inserted the belief that, hey, um, Tony the Tiger used to be blue. Then each time you told the story, Tony the Tiger would be blue. There are four lights. <laughs> so you see, it's uh, the Mandela effect, for all it's worth, I feel like is totally explainable by a natural um, cycle of human belief and behavior. That's me. Sum up your opinion. It's that, That's just about the same thing, really. I mean, yeah. Uh, but also do look at, when you said money doesn't solve all your problems, look at um, Marcus Pearson, uh, Nosh, the creator of Minecraft. <laughs> so do he, was, he was a you know billionaire. A lot of money, a lot of money. All his kids are set, his whole life is set, but you know, he ended up getting really depressed for some reason. And well, there's a lot of those examples. So it's like, you know. Every single person in the whole wide world has a struggle and you yeah. don't ever know what it is. Yeah. And it's okay if you struggle and you say it out loud because when you say it out loud, you're actually advocating for yourself. And even if it turns out to be some weird Mandela effect and you're wrong, then it's okay because we're all wrong sometimes. And you can always admit it. And even if you're orange, does that make you feel better? Okay, guys, thank you for listening. Um, I will have a new guest on uh, next show on Tuesday. Not going to tell you who it is. Not going to drop any hints. And they don't even know who they are yet. That's how exciting it's going to be. Okay, so this is Thursday. You told them. Oh, no, 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 no. I love to do that. Oh, Just bring way, it on. You're gonna on hey, podcast. you're going to come by for 30 minutes and we're going to have a conversation. <laughs> well, because you know what? This is real life. This is my real life. This is really what happens. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, this and is, pizza. I just turn on the camera. Yes, it's pizza night, pizza night, pizza night. Okay, so no. Little Caesars, here we come. And, oh my gosh, and it is, it's like past time. Okay, guys, thank you so much for watching. And please tune in on Thursday and, um, no, Tuesday. Tuesday and Thursday. Today's Thursday. Yes. See? Crap, I got excited about pizza and I'm checking out. Okay, guys, you know what? I will, I will play y'all out. Thank you. Oh, look. Oh, she was waiting. I knew it. Oh, I hate you so much. Uh-uh, I'm going to play him out. You need to be quiet. You need to be quiet. Thank you.